With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Gary Danielson Report is brought to you by York. Install confidence and obviously a couple of big games and a couple of them that Gary will be interested in too. One obviously is his and that is, uh, you know, the big game, Alabama and LSU. And then, of course, Penn State and Michigan. Uh, Penn, uh, Michigan looking to beat a ranked team for the third straight game for the first time since 1997. Alabama, which has put up incredible numbers, first team uh, in uh, since Oregon uh, to have 20-point wins in each of its first eight games. They've won eight. They're 8-0 for the third time in a row, and for the eighth time in 11 years is utterly remarkable. And what the quarterback has done this year has been insane as he goes against this LSU defense. So this is the matchup you want to see. Alabama is a two-touchdown favorite at LSU. They have been completely dominant this year, and now the question is, can LSU even slow them down? Uh, Gary, that is the question. Can LSU, which forces turnovers, force a quarterback who's got 25 touchdowns and no intercepts into some mistakes? And will he have to extend himself 20 22 of his 25 touchdown passes in the first half. He has not played in the fourth quarter, and he has not had to throw touchdown passes in the second half. So this, will it be, this be the first game where he's actually extended in the second half? Well, you threw a lot at me there, but let me try to quickly get to the main point. Is Finally, uh, they're going to face a team with some athletes on the other side of the ball on defense for LSU that are at least going to try. If you turn on the tape against Alabama, They've been so overmatched on defense in the uh, first eight games that really no one's tried to match up and play man-to-man. They've allowed uh, Tua to make easy throws, slants, and then once he gets up in the game, they, you know, they force him to move up a little bit, and he's been unconscious throwing the ball deep. At least LSU with their secondary, all four of their players in their secondary will be NFL football players, two of them with first-round draft points, uh, picks, and Greedy Williams, their corner, and Grant Delpit, their safety. They're going to at least line up and say, I got you, and Tua is not going to be able to start out the game before the snap of the ball and know who he's going to throw to because the guy's not being covered. If he wants to throw it to somebody, at least the guy will be covered, and he's pretty good. We all know, obviously, a good throw and a good route is going to be good coverage. But at least LSU has the athletes in the secondary to try and cover them. Well, uh, yes, and also want to see a team play a close game. They haven't played a close game. Their quarterback hasn't had a play in the fourth quarter yet. Uh, and he really has been shut down in this. At my point, he has been yeah, shut down Mike, in the uh, second half of every game this year. Yeah, here's the, here's the point, though, with them uh, for Alabama. You're not likely to shut them down. I mean, this is like playing against the Golden State Warriors. You're doing a good job. If you hold them, you know, you're unlikely to hold them under 100 points. Golden State, I think I looked at the record. They were only held under a point, uh, 100 points 12 times last year, and they had a 3-9 yep. and nine record. But, but Steph Curry might not have played in some of those games. So it's really not even fair. No, no question. I think if LSU could hold this team to one touchdown a quarter, that's still 28 points. And the question is, 
Can LSU score 29 no. points? That's the problem that no. they have in this game. They have ne- they averaged 10.4 against Alabama in the last eight years. 17's their high in eight years. They're not going to score me, 20 but points. But let me tell you why this game is so great. And there's a lot of great football games to watch, okay? And, you know, we've covered them all uh, in the day. Texas, Oklahoma, USC, UCLA, yep. Michigan, Ohio State. What separates this one is the players – NFL-ready players. I'm going to give you an example. If past history holds, okay, the last 10 years, these two teams have produced 135 drafted players, okay? Amazing. Plus 35-plus first-round picks. And it's going to go forward. So that means if you take four classes out here, the next four drafts, there's going to be 50 future NFL draft picks playing in this game. 50 guys that are going to be drafted by the NFL and most likely between 10 and 12 first-rounders that are going to be playing in this game. No other other, uh, two teams can say that. The level of excellence and the level of play on the field surpasses anything college football has seen. I agree, but my point was the first victory that LSU will have is if they actually have them where they have to try in the fourth quarter. They have not had a game where they had to try in the fourth quarter yet. Yeah, he, but- has been, he hasn't even been – my point is he could have been throwing six and seven touchdown passes every week. They've shut him down in the second half of these games. I know, but, you know, Mike Tyson knocked everybody out in the oh, first agreed. round until agreed. somebody got him to the third round. And, Absolutely. And that's but that's why that's why we'll thing. watch to see if it happens. You know, and the closest you they've think, had this year is the the fewest points they've scored this year is thirty nine against Missouri. That's the only right. time they've been under forty five points this year. Yeah, Alabama, but Mike, these guys, those guys couldn't play with them. Those no, I understand have, that, and they're not they going to score. Listen, I don't think they're going to score fifty tomorrow. I don't think they're going to score fifty. I think they'll. If, if I give me a, I'll give you a score. I think they win. Uh, I think they'll win thirty-five to ten or something like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, that, great. I, I'm not. I'm not very good at that. But here, here's what what I think. Okay, is I've done the last five games Alabama has played LSU here. I've done them all. LSU is one and four in this game. Okay. But in every one of those games, all five, LSU was tied or had the lead in the fourth quarter. Yep. And they went one and four. So they're not walking on this field. And, and, and I'm with you. I understand. And the truth is the truth. Alabama could route anybody if they get it rolling. But I think LSU has the athletes on defense that's going to line up the totally do. game and say, let's see what you got. I'm not going to faint before I get out center ring. Absolutely true. The other part of this is, again, how how well does the Alabama defense do against LSU? Well, that's the problem. That's right. the problem. And, that's and the, the other problem. thing is, is, are we now looking at, is this the best two-way Alabama team that we've seen in the Saban era? It could be. I mean, obviously it's their best. Let me tell you how confident Nick Saban is because he's got a quarterback when he was asked on his show Thursday, his quarterback, his coach's show, whether he was going to elect to kick off or receive if he wins the toss, and he says, I hope we're going to elect to kick ass. Wow. That's how confident he is about his football. And he should be. I mean, when you look at these staggering things, I mean, uh, you know, the the quarterback – has had two or more touchdown passes and no interceptions in every game this year. 
he's the first starting quarterback in 20 years to have but, 25 but, touchdown I, passes I with no interceptions. I mean, the first I know those in stats, 20 years. I know those stats are unbelievable, and I get it, okay? But I'm telling you, the eight teams they played against had no chance. Right. They could not cover them. They left guys open before the snap that they could not cover them. At least they've got a game here. Now let me go back. No, to that's the, that's the point. We want to know right. if that that's what we want to know. Can LSU change that? That's really the but question. Let, Can now, they change but that? Now let me, I'm going to tell you how, uh, and I think the only word I have for Alabama now is that they are and deservedly so, so arrogant about how good they are. The only team that I've ever seen, there's only two teams I've ever seen in college football uh, with this type of arrogance, I might stretch it to three, okay, was USC under Pete Carroll. They walked out on the field, did not think they could be beat. The Miami teams under Jimmy Johnson uh, there and Butch Davis, where they just were arrogant walking on the field, and the Florida State teams under Bobby Bowden. Those are the only three teams that compare with how this Alabama team walks on the field. And this quarterback, just to give people an idea, his quarterback rating is 238.8. So uh, you're talking about a guy who doesn't even let the ball hit the ground. I mean, so we're going to see if that all changes against a legitimate defense. I totally agree. We want to well, see not, if that they're, does. They're not going to stop him. They're not going to stop him. It's like covering, you know, I remember back in the day I covered the Pistons in Detroit local TV and got to be close with Joe Dumars, and he had to cover, you know, the great Michael Jordan. And I would go, uh, uh, Joe, how do you not lose confidence, you know, going up against MJ? And he says, gee, he says, I just would do my job. I would stay in front of him. When he'd go up for a shot, I'd put my hand up as high as I could. And when he made the shot, I'd run down on the field, down the other side of the court, and I'd say, you know what? If I can hold him from 42 to 33, we can win the game. And that's the way LSU has to look at this. Tua is going to complete passes. And on defense, you just can't get discouraged when he does. You line up and say, they're good. And you can't get down on yourself. And I don't think LSU will. But LSU's not used to having people do that to him either. So that's going to be interesting. The other thing is this. This is what worries me about this game. LSU's allowed 18 sacks. Alabama leads the SEC with 26. If they can't protect their quarterback, this game could get ugly. Well, I think it's going to be uh, – I was had to do a few of these interviews. I, I think that LSU will try to do a little bit of the Belichick, Parcells, rope-a-dope that they used against uh, Jim Kelly and the K-Gun. So they're going to try and run the ball against Bowl. Alabama, but that's well, not easy. No, it's not, but they do need to slow the pace of the game down. Remember, Bill Belichick went into that – defensive meeting and said, if we can get Thurman Thomas to rush for a hundred yards, yeah, they played the two man line, the big nickel. Yeah, you got it. And yeah. I think that's what LSU will do. They'll try to give, get him to run the ball. On, yeah. On those RPO looks where he's deciding whether to throw it or run it. So they'll they let want him run to it. give him a look to run. They don't, yeah, that's you don't want to That'll be run, interesting. But you, you want to encourage them to run. Gotcha. And that, that's interesting. Okay. So that way you basically play more deep backs and fewer linemen and say, Oh, we, have to run the ball against this look. That'll be that'll be interesting. I agree with that. And the other thing is, you got to run the ball to to shorten the game. The other way, oh, the question is, can LSU run the ball on Alabama? Well, and then it gets down to the four. I've done a lot of these losses. We were just putting up in a graphic. We just had a graphic meeting about Alabama's losses, and I think I did six out of them, six of them. And the the formula is always the same. Yeah, you might be able to play even with them, and yeah, you might be able to you know do what you want. But in the fourth quarter. You better bring a quarterback, 
okay? And your yep. fourth quarter, even Tebow in the 2008 SEC Championship game, Nick had him stymied running the ball. Tebow went like six for eight for two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Cam Newton down in that game in the fourth quarter had a great passing fourth quarter. Johnny Manziel, he scrambled in the first half, but in the fourth half, in the fourth quarter, he beat him from the pocket. Steven Garcia the same way. So Joe Burrow and all the stuff that he does, and he's tough, and he, you know, he runs the ball. It's still if they want to get the game won, if they want to beat Alabama, you got to bring a quarterback in the fourth quarter. Talking with Gary Danson, college football, great week for college football. I want to get to a couple of things with Gary. It's five o'clock, WFAN in New York. We're going to sweep the top here with Gary. I just want to give you this one thing here for the folks, and just to just show you, this is the most mind-boggling one of all. You ready? I saved it for last. On throws that travel 15 or more yards down the field in the air, this quarterback is 32 or 45 for 1,032 yards and 15 touchdowns. Well, let me just tell you who he's playing with, too. He is amazing. You know, they, the highest-rated defense they play in yards per play is ranked 90th in college football. The other, so they got they, the highest rated is 90th. They play yep. 90th, 96th, 98th, and the rest are in the hundreds. But Alabama has part of a reason why they're ranked that high. Agreed. You are well, it's going to be fun that. to watch. I'm very interested. It's, now, Michigan, Penn State, yeah. Michigan's defense, they're ready. I don't think there's any question. They're loaded for this game. They've been waiting for a year. Penn State ran it up on them last year. That has they been did. a big theme this week. I know that. They, they they ran it up on them late. They beat them 42-13. Harbaugh's convi- you talked to them all week about them running the score up on them last year. Uh, they they say no mercy. Uh, their defense against McSorley. So uh, they're a heavy favorite. Penn State, we know, is talented, and they play a lot of close games. Um, what do you think about Penn State at Michigan? I think they're too one-dimensional. To, to beat Michigan. Uh, I think, you know, when they had Barkley and, and with Trace McSorley at quarterback, I think that was enough to obviously to keep the Michigan defense off balance. But if you watch Penn state more closely this year, and I saw it really come to a peak in the Ohio state game, it was Barkley quarterback draw Barkley scramble, uh, a run for two yards, Barkley throw bark. I mean, excuse me, trace McSorley throw trace McSorley RPO. It was too much trace McSorley. And I think in, in this game against Michigan, without the other threat of Barkley in the backfield, I don't, I don't think they can beat this Michigan defense. All right. I agree. All right. Give me a quick thought on these games, West Virginia at Texas. It's an interesting game. I don't have a great feel on Texas. I mean, every time I think that uh, they've turned the corner, you know, they, they have problems pop up. Uh, Will Greer obviously is going to be a legitimate threat to be a first-round draft pick. They're, they're pretty talented wide receiver. Um, I could see it being another high-scoring game, and, you know, who makes a couple of mistakes ends up winning the game. Um, interesting, though, that I do believe, you know, Oklahoma needs West Virginia to win. They want to play a highest-rated West Virginia team they can get because they're going to be in that battle at the end of the year if they win out, whether they're even going to be in the playoff picture if if Notre Dame and Clemson keep winning out. All right, Georgia at Kentucky. Tougher game than people think. Uh, You know, Kentucky two years ago played Georgia tough there. 
Um, they run the ball. They play elite defense. Mark Stoops has got the argument to maybe be coach of the year, especially if he wins this game. Um, either team that wins it is going to be in the Eastern uh, representative of the SEC championship with a chance to play into the playoffs. The winner, if it's a one loss or undefeated SEC team, will be in the playoffs. So hard to believe. And you know what? If you actually look around college football, some of the names that are being represented are leading these conferences right now. We just talked about West Virginia, Kentucky, Northwestern is leading the, the East. Purdue is still involved in it. Washington State is involved in it. A lot of teams that were not given a lot of respect are still in the hunt to winning championships. And it's another reason why this um, you know, 14 pick them with the word best is, is uh, got to be tweaked because teams like that deserve to be in the hunt to play for a national championship. All right, and one more. Notre Dame at Northwestern, which I do not think is going to be an easy game for Notre Dame. I don't either. Um, I, I, it's, uh, I, I, you know, the quarterback for Northwestern, can't think of his name right now to tell you the truth, has shown that he can play at a high level, an elite level, and Pat yeah. Fitzgerald gets him ready to play. It just seems to me, I don't you know, maybe it's from afar too much, and I know Notre Dame fans say they always do this to us, it just seems to me that they're better put together on offense this year, that they have more threats and a quarterback that they trust to throw the ball anywhere on the field and they're not protecting them. I like Notre Dame in the game. I actually think Notre Dame's last game against USC is going to be the one that the pressure really gets high up and, and USC might give them a run for their money. I like Notre Dame in this game. Thanks. Great week. We'll be looking forward to it. Thanks very much. All right. Thanks, bud. Thanks, you, Gary Danson. Uh, great week in college football. Alabama, this is the week. LSU's loaded with pros on defense. That's Gary's point. This is a real game. It's at LSU. Alabama's only a 14-point favorite, which is, for them, small because, you know, they win every game by over 20 this year. Uh, their quarterback has taken up legendary status. He has yet to play in the fourth quarter this year, yet to, yet to take a snap in the fourth quarter. And in the second half, they shut him down. He's thrown 22 touchdown passes in the first half, only three in the second half. But let me give you that stat I gave you again. On passes that travel 15 yards or more in the air, he is 32 of 45 for 15 touchdowns. And he averages 30-some-odd yards per catch. That is crazy. Back after this.